0: Welcome to the FitPro Marketing Podcast. My name is David Crawford, and I'm a digital marketer specializing in Facebook advertising for FitPros. I'm also an online marketing coach, and I love all things tech. Each week, I'll dive into actionable strategy to help you grow and scale a profitable online fitness business through marketing, so you can serve more clients, change their lives, and have a greater impact. So let's get into today's show. When it comes to choosing an email marketing platform for your online fitness business, there is literally hundreds to choose from. With varying pricing structures, features, and user interfaces, it's no surprise that fit pros get overwhelmed. One platform that has almost become a household name when it comes to online digital marketing, and when I say email marketing, Most people usually say MailChimp. In this episode, I'm gonna dive into why I don't think MailChimp is the best solution for your online fitness business and why. So let's dive straight in. So before I dive in, I do want to say MailChimp does have some good features, but if you're just starting out or looking to scale your online fitness business, it wouldn't be my number one choice. So let's dive into my first point, and that is pricing. So I remember back when I first started marketing, I opened up a MailChimp account and I was excited to get into the world of email marketing. And the first thing I did was sign up to my free account and upload my email list and boom, there it was. The first price increase. So I had a free account and straight away my account jumped to probably around $50 a month. And for a startup business, that was just too expensive, but I'd already put in the time and the effort to build things out, so I stuck with it. But the pricing didn't stop there, it kept increasing as I added contacts to my email lists. So don't be fooled by Mailchimp's free offer or its pricing structure, because quite quickly it can increase. It draws you in with a free account, and then quite quickly you have to add your credit card or even take out a small bank loan just to pay for Mailchimp's software and their paid plans on their website are quite deceiving because it doesn't directly show you the contact slider. You have to click through and really add in your contacts and that's when it starts getting expensive and racking up quite quickly. And it really all depends on if you have any current contacts or how quickly you're going to add contacts to your system. So all I would say is proceed with caution. Don't take their pricing structure on their website as verbatim do your research, check how many contacts you're gonna upload, and then do some analysis of how many contacts you think you're going to add, and then look at the pricing structure from there. Don't be lured in and fooled by their pricing structure. Moving on to my next gripe with MailChimp, and that's its user interface. And I'm just gonna throw it out there, MailChimp's user interface compared to others, it's just outright confusing. When you first start building out your systems and your email list, you want it to be as easy and simple as possible. Because the power is really in your content, And that's why you should be spending most of your time, not on navigating the interface and working out how to even use the system. You really want the software to do the heavy lifting for you and not spending too much time trying to get to grips with it. And the first confusing element to Mailchimp's interface is their naming conventions. They call email lists, audiences, and just trying to get to your audiences and see how they're segmented is really, really confusing. You have to take several steps to get there. Secondly, creating email automation campaigns is very, very limited on Mailchimp it's also very linear and not very pleasing to the eye. If email marketing and email automation is new to you, you can get lost in trying to set this up. Finally, segmenting your lists into buckets to see where those emails came from is very, very limited and quite difficult to do. As you can probably tell, I didn't fall in love with Mailchimp's user interface. Still to this day, after being in marketing for over five years, I go into my client's accounts that are using MailChimp and still find it very difficult to navigate and use. Okay, so moving on to my next point, point. and there's a saying in the digital marketing world, and that is, marketers ruin marketing. Oops, and I don't disagree. You see, when new strategies and systems come into the marketplace, we tend to go all out and push the boundaries on these marketing strategies, and this is exactly what happened with email marketing. We pushed the limits on email marketing and inevitably rules and regulations had to come in place to stop spam and stop people just hitting lists so often. Now this isn't a bad thing in the digital marketing world because we do want to play fair but Mailchimp has really put this at the forefront of their software with certain regulations that can creep up and hurt you if you're using the system quite regularly. Now the default setting for MailChimp when you sign up is to have double opt-in turned on. Now what that means is when someone signs up to your email list through a funnel, they receive a second email asking to confirm that they subscribed to that email list. Now this can be useful if you're really looking to grow a small, consolidated and very, very refined list but when you're first starting out you really want to grow your list as quick as possible so you can test different content, different headlines to see what works. And most people, when I dive into their account, they don't even know that they've got this double opt-in turned on, because they've not run through their email sequence themselves. So. Really, this can choke your email list growth and you really wanna turn this feature on if you haven't done so already. Another feature to mention with their rules and regulations on MailChimp is they do not allow for affiliate marketing. They have a strict policy prohibiting affiliate marketing under their terms and conditions. The rules are a little bit murky, but severe penalties apply without any appeals. Now, you might be thinking, well, I'm not an affiliate marketer, but again, like I mentioned, the rules are a bit murky and I have seen accounts being shut down down for fit pros where they've deemed that they are affiliate marketing and their account has been shut down without appeal. So what I would say is be very, very careful of the content that you use in MailChimp and almost stay clear of doing any affiliate marketing at all. So MailChimp is clearly out in my opinion, but if you're thinking, well, what platform should I use for my online fitness business? The next thing you want to do is check out the video I've got linked up here on the best email software for fitness marketing, where I dive into the three best platforms for your fitness business depending on what stage you're at in your business okay so there you have it i hope you enjoyed the show guys and if you want more strategies and tips on how to grow and scale your online fitness business be sure to check out my youtube channel the link will be in the show notes and it's called dave j crawford okay have an awesome week guys and i'll see you next week for another episode of the fit pro marketing podcast